0: Well, you don't need me to tell you these are tough times, but then thinking about it, they've been tough times for the past umpteen years. I mean, we had a financial crash, we've had austerity measures, we've had a small pandemic, and here we are now again, rumbling along with a cost of living crisis and high inflation and energy and all this. Uh, It's always been playing on people's mental health. But luckily now, we're talking about it. Uh, one of the charities, organisations in Cambridge that's working very hard to make sure that conversation starts and keeps running is CPSL Mind, and I'm joined by the communications Head of Communications for CPSL Mind, Isabel Cross. Uh, very good afternoon to you, Isabel. Good afternoon,
1: Neil. Thank you for inviting me along this afternoon.
0: No, thanks for joining us. I mean, I, I take it I'm I'm not misguided here that, that really the past few years have had a, a heck of a toll on our mental health and still are aren't they? I mean people seem to be struggling.
1: They are. I think what we have to remember is is we all have mental health. Uh, and and it's a sort of continuum over our life. Um, we can we can dip into bad mental health mm. and good mental health and it can be all sorts of circumstances. So it could be someone who's quite settled and hasn't struggled before and as you say lost their job, relationships, Today, we're talking about our Stop Suicide campaign. And actually, we're focusing a bit more on relationship breakdown. And of course, all those other stresses that you've mentioned, you know, the financial issues, the energy, the being cooped up in COVID, being isolated in COVID, whichever way you were in or out of it, they're all things that have had a significant impact on relationships. And we do know that... um, relationship breakdown whether that's conflict whether it's loss whether it's loss of access to children domestic abuse a whole basket of things we do know that that actually can push people into serious uh, mental health issues and and having suicidal thoughts and some of these people have never had them before no but layer, layer upon layer and actually with Talking about our campaign again at the moment, every year we come round and do another burst because it's a subject that we do need to keep coming back to because we do believe that the Stop Suicide campaign um, builds awareness of how everybody can play their part. You know, it's good to talk and actually having that conversation, asking directly about suicide if you're worried about something can be the interruption that means you can save a life.
0: Now, this is interesting, isn't it? Because by by its nature, this is the sort of thing that builds up because people keep things in. This is entirely what you're saying. It's all about talking. And people don't talk. They bury it. They go, oh, people think they're strong. And a lot of people will be thinking, I'm strong. I'm Cambridge-based. I can do this. I've had a career... Then, as you say, a life-changing event or something like that comes along and actually it, it, it highlights a weakness and suddenly they've never been dealing with these things before. But it's the family and friends around, presumably, or work colleagues and things like that. They're the ones. What sort of signs should you be looking out for? Well, Is that we are, really a daft exactly. question?
1: Um, no, it's not a daft question. I think, you know, we I do say be alert to warning signs. We do say ask directly about suicide. And we do say you can help people um that might be having suicidal thoughts to stay safe but actually it is that signs of someone looking vulnerable maybe withdrawn maybe you know them well enough and you know they've got layer upon layer of problems you know um we tell the story in this campaign of a, a young woman called Jen and it starts off you know she talks about her her marriage breakdown But then she talks about, you know, one problem came along after the other and she didn't seem to be able to deal with each one in turn till eventually they became a mountain Mm. and she didn't know what to do. Um, The other thing we do know is that actually for the majority of people, it's not about taking their life. It's about making the pain and the situation they are in stop.
0: It's the only okay, so option it's, they've it's, got to make it that, stop. And
1: that that seems and that's where the thoughts creep in. Mm. And Jen Jen talks about this. You know, we urge people to go on stopsuicidepledge.org. You know, watch the little film. It's three minutes, if that. And she talks about, you know, how that, but she talks about how one friend spotted that she was sinking and kept on phoning and phoning and phoning until in the end she did answer the phone and got help. And she also recognised that she needed help to keep herself safe. Um, so it wasn't the friend that had to do the safekeeping. The friend just had to be alert and ask directly, were you having those thoughts? Are you really? Is this really You know where you're at? Because we need to do something to get help to you and for you to find help. And I'll be alongside you while we look for help. So the other thing about the campaign is obviously raising the awareness of the warning signs, um, we try and give confidence of approaching that uh, conversation. So one of the things we follow through with this campaigning is we are offering free community training. So people in communities, people might be working in charities, in organizational groups or faith groups, places where they might see other people and notice people are vulnerable and actually there is some free workshop training that you can sign up to on the website as part of this campaign and our aim if you like our ambition is to create a safer suicide, suicide safer cambridgeshire and peterborough and to get a community of practice where we're talking about it um people say to me oh is it on the increase and actually there isn't a lot of evidence of that certainly now and it didn't increase in in the pandemic um but figures, you know every suicide is a tragedy i was going to say you don't mean nothing exactly every single one is (laughs) so actually the importance is getting that community of practice and also being able to talk about it and and today on the radio is a fantastic opportunity because we did de- destigmatize it. Mm. We're actually saying the word suicide. Mm. We're saying it's important. We're saying it's good to recognise. We're saying look out for other people um, and noticing if people, you know, they've had a sudden change of circumstances or something that's really changing their behaviour, their demeanour, the way they're talking about things, you know, it, won't, it wouldn't make any difference if I wasn't here. Yeah, for example, you know, and actually, we all hear those things, don't we? Mm. And it's so easy to walk on by. And the Stop Suicide campaign is about empowering us ordinary people to look out for others and to destigmatize it. You know, we know it happens. It's a tragedy. It ripples out from the individual to their families, to their colleagues, to their community and affects so many people that actually... We can all play that part in in doing something about
0: it. Question for you though: One of the things yeah. where it does seem to be a real issue at the moment is is young people's mental health. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's. I'm not going to say it's easier for adults. I don't mean it this way. And if anyone's listening, going oh, and starts pointing, I don't mean it this way. But we've got when you get to my age, you've got an awful lot of life experience, so you can sometimes draw on things that have happened in the past. Ah, that's happened before, and it, and you can get through it. Because, oh yeah, I've been here before, this will happen again, it's okay, it'll be fine. But... A lot of young people, it the pressures that they seem to face and and things like the, the world events like the war in Ukraine, the earthquakes in Syria and Te- all serve to just add to the pressure that they perceive is on them. And they have very little life experience in most cases to draw upon. How do you how do you approach children in this way? Or should you go and get professional? Should you highlight it perhaps to professionals who could maybe th- teachers and things like that who might be able to help better? I
1: think that that I think yeah there is a children's mental health service. there are children's mental health charities, and cpsl mine is not one of those, and um, we work with adults. In terms of sort of looking at the population as a whole, the largest proportion of people who sadly do complete suicide are men, mm. men thirty five to forty nine that is still three quarters of those people. I think you're right in saying there is a worrying trend in mental health with young people and that the world pressures that they have today come at a time when they haven't yet built up the resilience yeah. to deal with it. Um, and, um, you know, when I was a child, life was simpler in some ways. Um, it, it's, um I don't say it was easy, you know. You know, there was still poverty. There was, you know, but it it, it was it was simpler. We weren't as connected. We weren't as um, aware of what everybody else thought. We weren't sharing images all the time sure. of what everybody else everybody yeah. else thought. Um, you know battles were sort of in the playground rather than on a screen mm. i don't know whether that there i mean there's constantly research being done into things like this um and you can't help feeling that there's possibly some credence in that and i think also young people have very high expectations you know they have the, there's there's very high expectations that they put upon themselves you know you will go to university so there's a that effort that, well, it's going to be a success, isn't it? Mm. Because, you know, I've, I've battled through and I've got my good grades and I've done well at school and I'm off to university. So it's bound to be a success because my, my, my academic success so far has got me here. Yeah. But actually, it's a different world when you get there. Um, and I think how do we prepare young people with resilience is perhaps a different issue. Um, but in terms of people whose mental health lead them to a difficult journey in the road, which is what the Stop Suicide campaign's about. Um, That affects any age group. And as I say, it's it's the the single biggest killer of men between 30 and 49. Um, And I think we have to be open to the whole population. And that means that some of these things that are coming along and the media that brings them along, I mean, I don't know about you, but during the pandemic, to start with, I avidly watched all the daily news bulletins. Yeah, yeah. After a few months, I actually stopped watching the news yeah. because I found that that was dragging me personally down.
0: Yeah.
1: And I feel I'm someone that has a reasonable amount of resilience.
0: So, so you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> I actually stopped, I actually, I actually stopped watching. So, and, and actually, but as, as older adults, we can make a choice not to do something. Yeah. For young people... It is about peers, and you want to do what everybody else is doing. So I think there's some real societal shifts that may be underlying some of this, and we have to watch for good research that comes along and be joined up. The other thing about the work we do and Stop Suicide is we're joined up across the health service. So Stop Suicide also is behind free training for GPs in suicide mitigation. So that we're looking from this grassroots that this is all about, and the publicity we're doing. But we do work with our colleagues across the health system in Cambridgeshire and Peterborough to make sure this is really joined up.
0: Lovely. All right. Well, I mean, it sounds to me like a bit like there are some easy done first aid courses, that the Stop Suicide Pledge is a whole... A Stop Suicide Campaign is a whole thing that everyone should just go and watch. Then you're armed yes. with some tools that you can that you can do. So that website again, Isabel? stopsuicidepledge.com Org. there we are fantastic everyone should go and see it three minute videos you can spare that sort of time and in doing so you could save someone's life isabel cross from cpsl mind thank you so much indeed for talking to me today
1: thank you neil